This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. The past few weeks, we've been discussing the mitzvah of Zechiras Mitzrayim, vis-à-vis the mitzvah of Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And we spoke about the fact that Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the night of Pesach, is the mitzvah which applies the night of Pesach. And we pointed out certain of the unique qualities of this mitzvah as opposed to Zechiras Mitzrayim. One of the things we pointed out is that Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is supposed to be said with Matzah Omarah. Today we'll begin to discuss the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah in general. The Gemara in Pesachim, Dav Kufchaf Aleph, quotes a number of Pesukim which seem to contradict each other. On one hand, the Pasuk says there's a mitzvah to eat matzah seven days. On the other hand, the Gemara quotes the Pasuk, Sheishas Yamim Tocham Matzos. Six days we should eat, eat matzah. So one of the hermeneutic principles of the Torah is When something was involved in a general principle, here we have seven days of eating matzah. And one day came out of that principle. The seventh day came out. So it came to teach us not only about the seventh day, but indeed about the entire seven days. And therefore the Gemara seems to say, at this point, that there seems to be no obligation at all of eating matzah. The Pasuk took it out of the klal, and it told us that the whole klal is not precise. Therefore the Gemara says, so how do we know you have to eat matzah the night of Pesach? Because as it says, you eat the carbon Pesach together with Matzah Mara. So then the Gemara says, of course, that's true when we have a Beis HaMikdash and we can bring a carbon Pesach. But if we can't bring a carbon Pesach, as we do, as we unfortunately do not bring the carbon Pesach in our, in our time, so how do you know there's a mitzvah to eat Matzah the night of Pesach? So the answer is, Bo'ev Tochlo Matzos. The Torah told us that night of Pesach is a mitzvah independent of the carbon Pesach, Tit Matzah. Now, of course, we know that the mitzvah of eating Pesach is only the night of Pesach. But it does seem a rather convoluted type of uh, reasoning for the Gemara, or for the Torah, to quote these psukim, seven days, six days. Why did the Torah really formulate in such an, a, a unique way? It's known in the name of the Vilna Gaon, apparently the Chizkuni said it earlier, that the idea of seven days eating matzah is indeed to tell me that mat, there is a mitzvah to eat matzah seven days, although it's considered a rishus. Now a rishus doesn't mean that you don't fulfill a mitzvah at all. It means it's a mitzvah, but it's not required. In that respect, it's like sukkahs. There's a mitzvah, the night of sukkah, to eat in the sukkah, However, the rest of sukkahs, if you do eat a meal inside the sukkah, or in general, if you sit in the sukkah, according to 
some uh, understanding of what the mitzvah of Teshvu came to do means to live in the sukkah, you fulfill a mitzvah, but you don't have to eat a meal in the sukkah, the entire sukkah. So a person could subsist on fruit and drinking where he does not require a sukkah, but the mitzvah would be fulfilled every time he fulfills, the, he sits in the sukkah. The Vilna Gaon said the same is true the night of Pesach, on Pesach. The night of Pesach, there's an absolute chiyuv to eat matzah. But the rest of Pesach, there's not a chiyuv, it's considered a rishus, but a rishus means that there's a mitzvah of every kezayis that a person eats the night of Pesach. The entire week of Pesach. Of course, the question would then be asked, so why don't we make a bracha? It's true that we make a bracha every time we eat in the sukkah, and we know that that's not an absolute obligation. So why do we not make a bracha every time we eat matzah? Interestingly enough, we found this question in Rishonim and further discussed in Achronim. The Balamar, at the end of Pesachim, asks the question, what's the distinction between Pesach and, and Sukkot? And he says in Sukkot, a person must sit in the Sukkot during the week of Sukkot because, you see, sleeping should also be done in the sukkah. One has to really understand the heter of why we don't sleep in the sukkah. But since you really have to sleep in the sukkah, it's impossible for a person to go three days, four days, five days without sleep. So therefore, willy-nilly, a person is required to be in the sukkah so you make a bracha. But Pesach, a person could live the entire week without eating matzah. The Achronim raised the issue and apparently they found that there was a custom that people really did make a bracha on Sukkot, on Pesach, similarly to the bracha that they made on Sukkot. The Stechemed quotes people who made a bracha. He says the minig is incorrect. He says you shouldn't do this, but he does quote a, a minig that existed that people did make such a bracha. The Nitziv, in his Sefer of Chuvis Maiserav, actually says that he has a suffix if you can make this bracha lachilas matzah pesach. And he says that uh, you, at least you should not tell people not to make the bracha. People who do make the bracha, there's a reason. So, there was apparently a custom, and at least it was semi-endorsed by the Nitziv, to make a bracha al-achilas matzah the entire week. Rav Avad Yosef summarizes the opinions in his Shut Yechavadas, in Chelek Aleph Simen Chav Beis, and he argues vehemently that it's a bracha levatala to make a bracha on achilas matzah the entire week. Of course, we're only talking in the first place according to the opinion that there is a mitzvah to eat matzah the entire week. And even if there is a mitzvah, you'd have to discuss is it a mitzvah that you make a, a brach on. Rav Avadya argues and says not only is it a problem of a brach al but when a person eats matzah and makes a bracha hamotzi, and then he makes a bracha achilas matzah, since the bracha achilas matzah is a bracha al it's a hefsek between the the bracha of eating of hamotzi lechem and eating the matzah. Of course, it seems that the more severe problem would be bracha levatala. Today, I don't know of anybody who has the custom of making a bracha lachilas matzah 
the entire Pesach. Of course, the extreme op- opinion to the opposite would say there's no mitzvah to eat matzah the entire week, and they would have to give a different explanation why the Torah said you should eat matzah seven days and then said six days, etc. But there might be a third opinion, a midpoint between the opinion of the Vilna Gaon and those that rejected that opinion. The Rambam in Hilchas Chametz Matzah quotes the mitzvah of eating matzah, but he says it in a very unusual fashion. In Perek Vav of Hilchas Chametz Matzah, the Rambam says, Mitzvah Zasei Menat Torah, Lechol Matzah Belech Hamish Asar, Shenema Bo'erv Tochlu Matzos. The Mitzvah Zasei of the Torah is to eat matzah the night of Pesach. And then he says, Bechol Makam and Bechol Zman, as we've learned before in every place and every time, not only when there's a Beis HaMikdash, because of the Pasuk of but then the Rambam says, Only in the 15th is there an absolute obligation. Once a person ate a kazayis, he fulfilled his obligation. Now the Rambam could have written, and perhaps should have written, there's a mitzvah to eat a kazayis of matzah the night of Pesach. But he didn't say it that way. He said there's a mitzvah to eat matzah, and once a person ate a kazayis, fulfilled the obligation. So perhaps we could suggest that the night of Pesach, there's a mitzvah to eat matzah. The more the merrier. As much as you can eat matzah, you fulfill a mitzvah of, of, of matzah, of alachilas matzah, the bo'erif tochlu matzos. There's a minimum in the Torah. But it doesn't mean that there is not a kiyom, a mitzvah, every moment. We mentioned before in the past shiurim that the mitzvah of Zechiras Mitzrayim is a mitzvah that it would seem that once you fulfill the Zechiras Mitzrayim, it seems most probably that you would not fulfill another mitzvah if you remember Mitzrayim again every single day. Once a day is sufficient. Whereas the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim is an ongoing mitzvah, the more you do it, the night of Pesach, the longer the story is. It's a, it's, a, it's a mitzvah, the entire story. As long as you make it, it's a mitzvah. And we pointed out there are certain mitzvahs that you fulfill in one moment and you cannot fulfill a second time, and another mitzvah that you can fulfill every moment you do it. Here, I'm suggesting that the night of Pesach, since the mitzvah of the Torah is Ba'erev Tochlu Matzos, the night is a night of eating matzah. And therefore, the more you eat, the f- more you fulfill the obligation, or for you k- or mekayim the mitzvah. And this would be irrespective of the opinion of the Vilna Gaon. Even if you were to say that according to Vilna, that you do not fulfill a mitzvah all of Pesach, but nevertheless, the night of Pesach, you fulfill a achilas matzah all the time you eat matzah. An example of such an approach would be, there's a mitzvah uh, in Rosh Hashanah of blowing shofar. Now, we know that in the Torah, According to the Torah, a person must hear nine sounds of shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Three tekiyas shvarim tekiyah. A set of tekiyah shvarim tekiyah should be heard three times. But since we didn't, weren't sure, or there were different customs what a shvarim was, some people blew a shvarim like we call a shvarim, some people call it what we call a trua, and some people call it what we call a shvarim trua. 
So therefore, we say to fulfill all those ob- obligations, you come out with 30. And today, we blow up to 100, and some people even blow more than 100. In yeshiva, we have a custom, we blow 102 kalos to be yotzi more shitos. But Tosos asked the question, how can you blow more than the Torah said? Why is this not a problem of Baal Tosef? If the Torah told me to blow 10 or 9 kolos in Rosh Hashanah, blowing more than that might be an issue of Baal Tosef. Tosos has an answer, the Rashba has another answer. According to our line of reasoning, the mitzvah of shofar is a mitzvah that we're trying to compare the concept to the same concept of Achilles Matzah. The day of Rosh Hashanah, the Torah says, Yom Chua Yelachem. It's a day of shofar. Now, our Chachamim came along and explained that the Torah meant a minimum of blowing nine kolos. That's the minimum requirement of, of Yom Chua. But the more you do, the more you make it a Yom Chua. A Yom Chua is a day of shofar. So, there can be a problem of Baltosif. The Torah did not tell me to blow only nine kolos. The told me to, Torah told me to blow shofar. The minimum is nine, but the more you blow, perhaps you fulfill the Yom Chua, Yelachem. In a similar vein, we're suggesting that the night of Pesach, there's a mitzvah to eat matzah. The minimum is a kazayas, but the more you eat is fine. So we have three opinions about the opinion uh, uh, about eating matzah on Pesach. One opinion is that there's a mitzvah every time you eat matzah. The chiyuv is the first night, but there's a mitzvah all the time. The second is that only the first kazayas of, of Pesach that night is there a chiyuv to eat matzah, and that's it. Once you fulfill the mitzvah, you do not fulfill any more mitzvahs of achilas matzah. And the third opinion would be, even if you do not accept the Vilna Gaon's approach, but nevertheless, the night of Pesach, there would be a mitzvah that goes on every time a person eats matzah. However, the, <coughs> the minimum requirement, of course, is kazayas mishachal kazayas yatsi dechavasa. When do we really fulfill this mitzvah of achilas matzah? Now, there's no doubt that the mitzvah applies the first night of Pesach. But when at that night of Pesach? When should the person... Eat matzah, when should he begin and when should he finish? Well, it would seem offhand that a person should begin the beginning of the night. Once it's Tzaysek once it's nighttime, that's when the mitzvah should begin. And when, when should it end? Well, we know, in general, the first Mishnah and Shaz told us that all mitzvahs that apply at night, so really apply all night. You can do the mitzvah from the beginning of the night until the next morning. However, Chazal said that it would be better to finish by Chatzos. Now, would we apply this machlokes to Achilas Matzah? So the Mishnah in Brachos, on Daftes, the Gemara explains, uh, based on this Mishnah, that there's a machlokes between Rebelezer, Benazari, and Chachamim. According to Rebelezer ben Azariah, the matzah, the night of Pesach, which we're going to explain is compared to Karben Pesach. We're talking really about the din of Karben Pesach. But nevertheless, the laws of matzah conform to the laws of, of Karben Pesach. Rebelezer ben Azariah says the mitzvah of eating the Karben Pesach is only until Chatzos. That's Midaraisa, not because of the Gezerah de Rabbanon. 
That's a real daraisa. You have to eat the carbon pesach until chatzos. Because he says, it says, Natar va'achlu sabasa balaylo hazet. But it also says, va'avaiti merits mitzrayim balaylo hazet. Now, when is balaylo hazet in the pasuk va'avaiti merits mitzrayim balaylo hazet? When did Hakadosh Baruch Hu pass through mitzrayim? At chatzos. It was until chatzos by 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 chatzay so therefore, we should eat the matzah until chatzos. <coughs> now, it would seem that according to Rabbi Lezeb and Azariah, you really should eat the matzah at chatzos, not finish the matzah by chatzos. It seems that you should really eat it at chatzos, because if he says you should eat the carbon pesach at the laila balaila, and balaila is deferred as as determined by chatzos. So really, it seems you should eat the kambesach by chatzos. At chatzos. People at Achronim have suggested that according to Elizabeth and Azariah, really we would use that famous dichotomy that we've used many times. That the maisa and mitzvah of eating matzah, when do you actually do the mitzvah of matzah? You do the mitzvah when you eat your kezayis. But the kiyom ha-mitzvah, you fulfill the mitzvah when the matzah has been eaten by chatzos. Would mean that you fulfill the mitzvah at chatzos. That, of course, would somehow explain the idea of having the tam matzah befiv. We know the famous Mishnah, the answer that we give to the chacham, Ein afikoman, means the last food in your mouth should be the afikoman, the taste of matzah should be still there. In a sense, According to Elizabeth and Azari, if you say that you really fulfill the mitzvah at chatzos, at that time it would be fitting and proper that a person should have the tam matzah b'fiv. It's as if he ate it at this particular time. Of course, this is the opinion of Elizabeth and Azari. But according to Chachamim, you can eat the carbon pasach, to Rebbe Kiva explains, that is a, a din like any other mitzvah that applies at night, and you can eat it till the morning. There is a, another machlokas, in Rishonim, between the Rajba and the Rambam and others, does the Gzeirah de Rabbanon apply to Karben Pesach and Mimele, does it apply to Matzah as well? The Mishnah, of course, was talking about Kriyashma. It said, in general, the mitzvahs that apply all night should be done by Chatzos. But here, there is a Machlokas Rishonim of this Gzeirah de Rabbanon applied to Karben Pesach and applied to Matzah as well. So, today, halacha lemase, we would have to first determine who, by whom, according to which opinion do we paskin? Do we paskin like Rebbe Lezeb and Azariah? Do we paskin the Chachamim? According to Rebbe Lezeb and Azariah, of course we have to finish the matzah by chatzos. But according to Chachamim, you would have to know whether there is, if we do paskin like Chachamim, would you have to finish the matzah by chatzos mid or would you say no, that the Din Rabbanon doesn't apply at all to Kabbalah Pesach? The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Taf Ayin Zayin says that after you finish your meal, you eat from the Matzah Shemura, and he says you should eat, you should be careful to eat the Matzah before Chatzos. The Bir Halacha of the Mishnah Bura goes to explain this in, this in machlokas between Rabbi Seben and Chachamim and Rabbi Akiva and Allah Lamaisa, he discusses, since we haven't paskined, this question, really a person should be machmir 
and eat the matzah before chatzos. But if he did not eat the matzah until chatzos, so there is an opinion of Rebbe Kiva that midaraisu you can still eat the matzah till araboker. But since there is a a machlokas we pass like Rebbe Kiva, and B there is another machlokas even if we do pass like Rebbe Kiva, maybe the gzeirat rabbanon still would apply. Therefore, he says. You should eat the matzah after chatzos if you're really in such a situation. But you shouldn't make the bracha. Because of safik bracha slahakel, maybe we do pass like Rebbe ben or perhaps we pass like Rebbe Akiva, but there's a gzer So therefore, you could you really should eat the matzah after chatzos when you're stuck. But you should not make a bracha. Of course, when we talked about eating the matzah by chatzos, the Mishnah was the Shulchan Aruch was referring to the Afikoman. Now, when do we really fulfill the mitzvah, achilas matzah? Do you fulfill achilas matzah the moment you eat matzah, the beginning of the seder? Or do you fulfill the mitzvah, achilas matzah, with the afikaman? Many Rishonim think that you fulfill the mitzvah, the actual mitzvah of matzah, is fulfilled when you eat the afikaman. Rashi, in Psachim Dafmem, Tosfus in a number of places, the Rambam, the Rif, all seem to think that the Ikar Mitzvah of Achilas Matzah is at the Afikoman. The idea of eating Matzah at the time that you would fulfill the Karben Pesach means that the second time in our custom that we eat the Afikoman after the meal, so that would be the time that you actually fulfill the Mitzvah. The Raman Paskins and the Rif Paskins, what would happen in a scenario where a person only has one Kazayas Matzah? One Kazayas of Shmura Matzah. Let's say he has regular Matzah, but he has one Kazayas of Matzah Shmura. When should he eat it? Should he eat it at the very beginning? Or should he eat it at the end of the Seder at the time of the Afikaman? Both the Rif and the Rambam think if a person only has a Kazayas Matzah, he should eat it at the Afikaman. So you see that they feel the Ikar Kiyom of Mitzvah, Achilas Matzah, is at the time of the Afikoman. So that's why the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, that you should, you should eat the Afikoman by Chatzos. In fact, the Ramah says that Sipo Yisrael Mitzrayim should also be finished by Chatzos. So he says the Ikar of the Haggadah, which it would include Halel, should be also finished by Chatzos. Now, according to this opinion that the Afikoman is finished by Chatzos, is beaten by Chatzos, it seems very strange that we eat matzah before our meal. And of course, we'll make a bracha, Hamotzi Lechem But why do we make the bracha, Alachilas Matzah, when we eat the matzah, the first before the meal, when really we're trying to explain that according to many Rishonim, the Iker of the mitzvah is at the time of Afikaman. So it seems that we should have made the bracha lechilas matzah at the time of the Afikaman. Actually, Tosos discusses this question and <coughs> shows that there are other cases where a person somehow does the mitzvah in two steps. Nevertheless, he would make the bracha at the first step rather than the later step where he really fulfills the mitzvah. One of the examples that Tosfus has is a case where a person only has 
a vegetable, the night of Pesach, which is really what he's going to use for Afikama. Let's say in our custom, a very uh, well-known opinion, it seems that uh, many, many people follow this opinion, is that Marar, can, you should use romaine lettuce to fulfill the mitzvah of Achilas Marar. Now, you could certainly use lettuce for karpas. What would happen if a person only has romaine lettuce? He can't get any other vegetables. So, but he has to fulfill the mitzvah of karpas, and he has to fulfill the mitzvah of marar. But when he eats the karpas in the beginning of the seder, he actually is doing the maisa mitzvah of eating marar. So it's very likely that in such a case he should make the bracha alachilas matzah, alachilas marar, when he eats the karpas, which is really marar. To put it in the brisker phraseology, even though he means to have the kiyum ha-mitzvah later on, but what he does originally is also defined as a masa mitzvah. It's the same masa, he's eating marar, or in our case he's eating matzah, so therefore the bracha, the birchas ha-mitzvah would be done on the maisa ha-mitzvah and not at the time of the kiyom ha-mitzvah. Another example that is quite interesting would be, according to those Rishonim who think that the mitzvah of shofar is fulfilled, al seder hatfilos. Since the Pasuk says Zichron Trua, and Rashi in Chumash says Zichron Trua means to refer, to refer to the Psukim of Malchias Zichronos and Shofaros, and the Achronim have explained that the Kiyama Mitzvah of Shofar is to say the, to blow the Shofar together with Avening. In fact, because of this, certain people have a custom of blowing Shofar in the middle of Shmon Esrei. It's a little confusing, and that's why many people do not do this custom. But in the regular Shmon Esrei, some people have the custom that the entire community davens until they reach the place where you blow shofar. Everybody would wait there, and you blow shofar, and you'd continue till the next bracha, where again you would blow shofar, etc. Of course, it's difficult to keep the community together when you daven Tvila Balachash in such a way, and therefore... Many communities do not have this custom, but nevertheless, there is such a custom, and it seems that lichatchila would be a correct thing to do to have tkiyos alseder atvilos. We do the tkiyos alseder atvilos in the chazaros hashatz, and that's why the brisker tradition is that a person should stand to get up for chazaros hashatz and shmonesri as if he's davening shmonesri, not only because of general principles. But because this way, at least he can relate to Tkiyos al-Seder Atfilos. But again, we would have the same question. So why would a person make the bracha when he blows shofar in the beginning? That's what we do. We have, we say this, of course, Lam Mizmar, Mizmar. And then we say uh, the brachas of shofar. But if we say that the real mitzvah of shofar is later, why don't we make the bracha Lishmoa kol shofar, why don't we make that bracha later? And again, here we would have another example of a time when you make the bracha 
on the Maisa HaMitzvah, even though you plan to have the Kiyom HaMitzvah later. So therefore we said you do fulfill the Mitzvah of Achilas Matzah, perhaps at the Afikoman. As I said, that's the opinion of many Rishonim. But the the Bracha, of course, would be made when we first eat the Matzah. Now, we've discussed, of course, the, the chi of eating matzah. It seems, in one hand, that it's a mitzvah, I say, shazman grama. It's a mitzvah that's dependent upon time. And therefore, gen- following the general principles, we would say that women are exempt from the mitzvah of achilas matzah. Of course, the Gemara learns that this is not true. The Gemara says, kol sheyeshno belosoch hachametz, yeshno matzah. Anyone who was enjoined from eating chametz on Pesach must be, is required to eat matzah. Since the Pasuk, in one Pasuk says, Lo sochal alav chametz, shivas yamim matzahos. Since the Torah said, do not eat chametz, you should eat matzah. So we learn from here that anyone who should not eat chametz, namely women who are also involved in the love of chametz, are required to eat matzah. Now, these halacha, of course, we same principle we've learned in other cases. Lo, whoever, whoever is um, involved in one mitzvah, and there's another adjunct to that mitzvah is also obligated in the adjunct. For example, zachar v'shamar. There's a mitzvah of zachar of remembering Shabbos and a mitzvah of shamar of keeping Shabbos, not transgressing the laws of Shabbos. Now we know that women are obviously involved in Shamir Shabbos. They can't do Malach on Shabbos, which is a laugh. So we learn, the same way women are not allowed to do Malach on Shabbos, they're required to make Kiddush on Shabbos. So it seems to be the same Halacha. Now Rav Soloveitchik pointed out, it's not just because they're juxtaposed to each other, we say that since women are involved in one part, they're involved in another. It seems it's the same Mechaev. What is Mechaev, the Easter of, of Chametz? Kedushas Hayom of Pesach. So the halacha is that Kedushas Hayom of Pesach is Mechaev Matzah. And since women are involved in the Kedushas Hayom of Pesach, they're involved in Matzah. Similarly, by Shabbos, you would say the, the Kedushas Hayom of Shabbos requires us to refrain from Lacha. Kol sheyeshno b'shama yeshno b'zacha means there's one mechayev. It's the same halacha to, that requires us to make Kiddush. The Rav said this in order to answer a kasha of Tosos and Yevamis. Tosos says, if you would just say that two things that are juxtaposed have all the same dinim, why wouldn't you say that women should have to wear tzitzis? We know that tzitzis and shatnes are connected. In fact, a man who only has a baguette of Shatnes is allowed to wear it to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzis. So why don't we say, Why don't we say that anybody who was re- required to refrain from eating, from wearing shatnes should wear tzitzis? Now the Rav explained that, that those two halachas have nothing to do with each other. It's true that there's a halacha, you're allowed to wear shatnes with tzitzis. Tzitzis with shatnes. But there's not the same mechaev. They're two different mitzvahs. So therefore, it's not automatically. But we learned tonight 
that there's a mitzvah to eat matzah on Pesach. Some say all Pesach, some say only the night of Pesach. This mitzvah is fulfilled at the time of the Afikoman according to many Rishonim. And this is the mitzvah that women are involved in as well. Women are mechuyev in achilas matzah.